Welcome to Empire Building, the podcast where we talk about building big businesses and even bigger lives. I'm your co-host, Wendy Papazian. I'm Tiffany Fikes. I'm Sarah Reynolds. And I'm Seychelle Van Poole. Um, <laughs> so Sarah was just showing us um, a box set that she just got for <laughs> a gift. A and, box set. Um, it sounds so it's, awesome. Is it? A is box it a box set? set? How, how would you describe this? A box set of what? What is this? I, I'm not sure what a box set is, um, oh. but what I have is a VHS. So um, back in the day, how we used to watch movies is through VHSs, all of our younger empire builders, just so you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of my agents, who is older um, and awesome, uh, for Christmas gave me a set of eight VHSs from Floyd Wickman's, it's called Master at Work video series. Um, he was like, you would love this. It's like old school sales. So random. But where are you going to watch them? Do you have a VHS Do you have player? VHS? I, I got a little like handwritten like sticky note from him saying that he would love to transfer them for me, but he wanted to wrap them up for me for Christmas. And so oh, I'm gonna, he's going to get thoughtful. them over to a... I guess DVD or I'm not uh -huh. sure, but random. Do you yeah, have random. a way to watch DVDs? I just want to make sure you also have that option. Uh, good a lot question. of computers don't have a them anymore. I think a PlayStation okay. can watch a DVD. Yeah. So we do yeah. have a PlayStation. So thank okay, you for good. caring about that. But I'm yeah, excited. Joshua <laughs> and I, like all, all the old Josh school uh, sales guys can teach us a lot, I'm sure. Yes, oh, for sure. Absolutely. Joshua and I were walking into Kroger last night and we passed a red box and we were like, mm -hmm. <gasps> Oh, I didn't even know yeah. Redbox was still here. And then we proceeded to have a 15-minute conversation about who do you think in our life still has a DVD player? Um, so it was mm. – We do have a, we have a PlayStation, so we can even. watch it on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like, you know, Blockbuster was from Dallas, so corporate headquarters were here. So when that was oh. all going down, like, we dealt with a lot of Blockbuster execs, like, losing jobs because mm. that, that whole thing shook out here. So – that was a bummer, um, but it's a great lesson in staying relevant, and and actually, a lot of those people at Blockbuster could benefit from our episode today, because yes. today, as a great segue, um, we have a very special episode for you today, because Sarah and Tiffany and Wendy and I are all in the middle of very heavy interview seasons in our life. And we want to pass along to you all as amazing empire builders, our best interview secrets. These are things that we do in interviews to either like move candidates forward or evaluate people. These also might be things that if you are interviewing, um, that you might want to know what people look for so that you show up like your best self, um, so that you can get the many amazing roles you want in your life. So, you know, as interviewers too, like I think as females, we shy away from asking for the role we really want. Um, and like, we also think that, you know, the money they should be paid or they aren't qualified for the job. And we're here to tell you all um, to apply for it anyways, because we can tell you with all of the job applications we're getting right now for candidates, um, not everybody is perfectly qualified for the job, but they might have the right skill set or they might have the right grit or they might have the right trajectory to put them in that role. And I thought this was really interesting because the Pew uh, Research Study in March of two, 2023 showed that women are earning 82% of what men made. 
So we're going up. I think it was in the 70s. Now we're up in the 80s. We're 82% of what men made. And um, shout out to our younger females in the workforce right now because our 25 to 34-year-old age bracket makes 92% of what men make. So we are making strides. We are making strides. Um, But I I do want to say that I would venture to say when you get into your mid-30s, that's when you're getting into like mid and upper management and leadership and moving up. And that's where we're still seeing the biggest pay gap is when we move into those leadership roles. So just be aware, like if you're interviewing people, make sure your blinders are off and like equal pay is important. Make sure you are paying attention to um, those opportunities because we want both our female and male empire builders um, really on equal footing as we're growing into our opportunities. So without further ado, we're going to dive into things that we do for interviewing secrets as we're interviewing candidates and also things we wish that people knew as they were interviewing us as well. Love that. So let's start with like a strong personal brand, like understanding who the candidate is from the interviewer's perspective, you know, like what, what do you ladies do? What are your tips and tricks around establishing from 80 resumes to the, you know, eight that you want to really talk yeah. to. Well, <clears throat> I'm interviewing for a new executive assistant right now. And I can tell you, uh, first of all, Indeed is amazing. The platform is really amazing. And it makes uh, sifting through a lot of resumes really incredible. So if you're not using Indeed, I would, it's just the standard. It's, they have, it's incredible software. And it's a way to, you know, I got 87 resumes in 24 hours. Um, but, but what, but what I'm doing, well, there's also some advice in crafting a great, um, a very strong job description. You know, I think I was telling you guys, I had a, just a little thing right at the beginning of my job description that said, um, want to make a difference in the world or something like that. And that's how I started my job description. So I think a lot of people, as they're sifting through all of the things, um, that kind of popped out. But the second thing I do after I look at their information on Indeed is I go immediately to LinkedIn. Um, So I've got my Indeed tab open. I've got my Mm -hmm. LinkedIn tab open. And then I've got my Instagram tab open. Okay. And not everybody has to have, you know, 10,000 followers or whatever. And you want to have something on all of those things because the person's trying to form a holistic image of who you are. Right. So if I go to LinkedIn and there's no photo, right, you haven't updated your LinkedIn profile, then that's a red flag for me. Hmm. Yeah. For me, when I'm looking online, it's it's not so much do they have 10,000 followers. I don't care about that enough at all, actually, unless it's a specific role. But do they know enough about how the internet works and how the employer is going to look them up not to have their main profile on Instagram be a bathroom selfie? You know, like... Are we presenting ourselves when we are out looking for a job in a professional way? That That is what that tells me. And I love the three tabs. Yeah, you definitely go to LinkedIn, Instagram. Where are they? And what are they putting out right now in this moment in time? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love that. Such good, such good tips. I think, you know, we've talked before about a lot of empire builders, right, higher to values, right? So, like, meaning yeah. – when Say was talking in in the beginning, was talking about how so many times you don't think you're qualified, but do you possess the values? And you can actually tell a lot about a person's values through their social media. Absolutely. So LinkedIn, Facebook, 
Instagram, all of them, um, TikTok, like all of them, you can tell like values of family or of travel or of, like in terms of how they're made up as a human. And I think I always look to, hey, to, well, I want to connect with them and get to know them on a real level when I'm interviewing someone. And so having that background is super powerful. Yeah. I Love think that. I think the other part too is as people are applying – um, I think, you know, tech, using technology, it can be your friend. And so I'm noticing like candidates are using AI to custom tailor their resumes or they're going to a resume platform like resume.io is a great website to f- take your resume that might be in Word and format it in a really beautiful, like concise way. And so like if technology is an important tool, in addition to obviously the job, those are some tools that people could use to kind of help Um, if it's been a long time since you've been interviewing or you're changing industries, like that might be a way to kind of zhuzh it up a little bit to, to be able to be relevant to the job and the interview that you're doing. Well, Seychelles, that's so important because I've seen so many resumes that are, when they're uploaded into Indeed, they've used Mm -hmm. a different format and the way Indeed displays them, sometimes you download it and it looks perfectly fine. And then sometimes when you're, when you're looking at it, it looks weird or there's like, almost like formatting issues and things like that. And I I would never um, like disqualify someone for that, but I don't want to have to be downloading their resume and searching it. So like have the intelligence to preview your own resume through Mm -hmm. the platform that you're using, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's just a great thing in general. Like if you know an employer is going to go out there and check out who you are, maybe you should just audit all of your stuff as if like – Someone new to you is going to go take a look at you. Like, what is what? Like, if you went to my social media, what would you think about Seychelles if you went and checked that out recently? Um, so that's just something that's good for all of us to remember, and as employers too. Like, that's yes. good for us to know too. Our yes. employee, like future team members, are going to go check us out. Like, when was yes. the last time you reintroduced yourself online? What does yep. your branding look like? What messages are you putting out there? So just yep. be really careful too. People equally check you out. Um, to see if you're even somebody they want to align with. Um, (laughs) I actually did that. I did that. And I I was like chuckling on the couch and Jay was like, what are you laughing about? And I was like, I was just looking at my social media through the lens of somebody who is applying for this job. And and he's like, oh, what do you think? And I was like, I think I'd work for myself. (laughs) (laughs) I should hope so. (laughs) Yeah, but like if if you're posting like really scantily clad pictures of yourself and like maybe that's not the professional image you want to put out there like no just be aware I, take all, I, right? I, I like, hide all those hide all your naked pics like don't yeah. put them out online <laughs> it's it's in her close it's in her close friend story group on Instagram <laughs> right. you guys are on it right <laughs> <laughs> I, I, another big thing um for interview secrets right is um to make sure that you either have a compelling um, really like pitch. I mean, like the first few minutes mm-hmm. of them um, meeting you is critical for both, really. Both yeah. you as the interviewer and you as the interviewee, okay, making sure that you are know how to concisely say um, what the job is, what it entails, what are the values that you're looking for, and then also as an interviewee, per, uh, um, being the person being interviewed, right? Making sure that you have a way of communicating your value. And I, you know, I, I think a lot of people underplay like practice 
when it comes to like yes. interviews. Yes. And I'm such a I'm such yes. a big believer in practice. I mean, I practice a lot of times before the podcast or before oh, yeah. um, we go before I give a talk to the my organization. 100%. Like yeah. and and no matter where you are in your life in terms of um, building, you should never be so prideful that you feel like you don't have to practice. And when you're going on an interview or, or when you're interviewing someone, I mean, many of us have practiced interviewing people before, uh-huh. um, with each other. And I think that's key is like, don't, don't be afraid of putting in the time ahead of time to craft your message and then practice. Your I 100% agree with that. And I think too, Sarah, the one thing I've learned by practicing my interviewing skills with like to be the interviewer or coaching interviewees is sometimes when you're in your own head, whether you're a, like an, a, you know, an entrepreneur or small organization growing, or you're a huge organization, like you get so used to your story, who you are, your day to day. Sometimes you actually forget what your special sauce is. You forget what makes you unique and wonderful and attractive and amazing. So by practicing, you can have somebody else mirroring for you your strengths, your reasons why people want to work in your organization if you're growing. Or like I have dozens of times sat down with candidates working to get new employment um, or change careers or figure out their path in life. And we sit down and we just get to know each other and like bring out their strengths. Because sometimes you just forget to play those up and really own them. And I think especially as females, a lot of times we downplay what our what our top strengths are. And so don't forget, like, we don't know you yet. We don't know what your special sauce is. So it's on you to communicate that and to to be proud of your accomplishments and where you are and who you are. So true, say so true. And so asking friends and family too for like to remind yourself of those things are powerful. Uh, like one of the more tactical things that I've had to practice with doing interviews is I tend to not like silence. So when I ask mm. a question, I wasn't giving enough time for them to respond and then or and or leading them with the question. So like asking mm-hmm. the question, they didn't respond right away. So then I'm helping sort of guide them on the answer. <laughs> yeah. so like, yeah. Let me answer this for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so like practicing like silence, right? Mm-hmm. I know that sounds silly, but like taking the time uh, to practice is, is something we recommend for everyone involved in an interview. I love that. In some roles, you want someone to be a thinker and a processor. Mm-hmm. So you actually yeah. want that in a person. You don't always want yes. that person to be so quick to yes. respond. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, our third uh, interview secret today is just customize your application materials if you're applying online. I mean, this sounds sort of basic, and you want to tailor your application and apply strategically. So most jobs that you have, you're doing a variety of different skills. Right. So if you read the job description and then there's a skill that you've done at one of your jobs, just go ahead and highlight that under your job. Right. Hey, I did this. I did this. Especially since Seychelle was saying a lot of the um, resume filtering is actually being done by AI. So they mm-hmm. want to see they want to actually see a job match. Right. And, and actually, even on a, Indeed, they will do a best match for you because the words actually match up. Um, and if they've asked for a cover letter, don't Submit a generic cover letter, right? Mm-hmm. How how easy is it to just go in and take five minutes, get the meat of what you want, but then, you know, think about something that's important um, and, yeah, and, and put it in the cover letter. As the interviewee also, I always like to put something in 
the job description or like an extra instruction. Yes. Because in some roles, I'm just going to straight delete anybody who didn't find Follow that it. instruction. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, these and the people looking at the internet, they're just reading. Some some of them are just reading and pressing apply and reading and pressing apply because yep. it's so easy to do that. So, you know, like in one of my roles when I was hiring personal assistant, um, I said, uh, send me your resume and the fifth word of the Constitution. Like something totally random because, number one, that's the, that's the most ridiculous request I've ever heard. And so if they're willing <laughs> to go find the fifth word with no bearing on why that has anything to do with the job yeah. – then when I ask for something random in life, they're yeah. going to be more likely to do that, you know? And they're so gonna. then for the higher, the higher roles, you know, I'm asking, send a video and tell me these three things. And then I'm looking forward, did they actually follow? Could they get an email attached or could they get a video attached to this? Did they, did they solve that problem? Did they answer my questions? So yeah. I, I love so- as an interviewee putting in those hoops. Well, that's mm-hmm. so good. And and as as you're looking for talented people for your world, you're going to want to do things like that. You're going to want to weed people out because, uh, you know, most of us, we tend to fall in love with people when they're in front of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so when we when we finally get somebody in front of us, we want to make sure that's only the best candidates. Um, I just had a, a situation with one of my candidates, so I put a um, I created a Calendly link for a fifteen minute quick interview because for an EA, I want to be able to you know it's got to be a personality fit. Yeah. So I actually want to talk to a lot of more you people like than them. I than I probably <laughs> would. And um, one of my candidates just came back and they said, I'm having a lot of trouble with Calendly. It's not working with uh, Indeed. And so this is one of 13 people that I've asked to do this. The other 12 have navigated this successfully. And she, (laughs) it's terrible. She sends me an email and says, this is my cell phone. Can you give me a call and help me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's a, that's an example of a bar you hold. Like, right. believe what yeah. they show you. Believe yes. what yeah. they yeah. show you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Believe but what what's crazy, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I do want to help them. Like, I'm a yeah. helping person. So yeah. There's a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe they're great. It's just they need a little whatever. Nah. No. Not for your EA. Yeah. Maybe no. No, I mean, another role, but not How many EA. of us, though, have made that? mistake oh, in the hiring process me. where we yes. solve oh, the problem sure. for Let them. me help you out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one, one of the biggest things you want to watch for is reverse delegation. So meaning like mm-hmm. you're yes. when you're hiring someone, you're looking for them to help you, right, yes. to assist you, especially with an EA role, right, yep. in everything that you do. And reverse delegation is base, is them putting it back on you. So what she was doing was like, no, you, you get the job back. You get the job yeah. back to help me yeah. figure this out. You and get the I job know it back. Sounds, it sounds small, and of course we want to help people, but can you imagine if that was she hired, when she hired an EA yeah. like that? And that would cause more stress to her than even mm-hmm. having no no EA. And so yeah. be very careful. Watch for signs of reverse delegation pretty early on. And be okay, once you've hired someone, also be okay with calling that out at times. Um, but it's something I'm, I've become very passionate about because I – was the the best at accepting reverse delegation. Me too. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I have been so guilty of it. I've been so yeah. guilty of it. 
Well, so, and one thing, when you do these hoops, you also see how different people solve the problem or whatever, like that preamble thing that I did. One of my candidates, I I kept getting two different words consistently, because honestly, I didn't even know what the fifth word of the Constitution was. And and I got two different (laughs) words constantly. And then I got one candidate who was like, I'm not sure if you meant the preamble or the body of the Constitution. So this is the fifth word of the preamble, and this one is the body of the Constitution. And I was like, moving you directly, directly into the interview. Wow. Especially for Tiff. That's like a love, love language right there. I mean, she's like, ooh, extra. What what I love too about what Tiffany's weird request is like that showed (laughs) so so much of her personality. Yes, it does. And so like you can do things to be like, because so much of working together is is good personality matching. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And so like, I loved it. Cause it like, to me, it's like, okay, she's a little weird, like quirky, yeah. like in a good way. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. okay. I like it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and in so a constitutional can, kind of way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. In a, in a real exactly. historical kind of way. <laughs> well, that's like one of my questions, even in the, my last question in the quick interview thing, before I ask them if they have any questions is what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, <laughs> that's so good. I'm going to steal that. It's a really like good question that. because it forces them to think on their feet. Mm-hmm. You get a little nugget, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people are like, well, I'm a real picky eater. And, you know, so you just get a little, it's a great, it's a very, it tells a lot. So. And last thing on I this, like I know we need to move on to our other secrets. Um, but when you're hiring a detail-oriented position, you want to put a lot of detail steps. Yes. So yes. to see their natural ability to follow details. And so yep. just like my other sort of tip here is put more that details that they have do, to follow. We ask on the de- high detail level, we ask people to fill out the paper version of the disc and send it in because it requires you to fill out all those little circles and to put mm. your name and your best email and phone number at the top. Because I want to know, can they print something out or digitally circle it? Can they scan it or PDF save it? Can they send it in and it's correct? Like it gives a lot of... It sounds simple, but it's a lot of detail all in one. And and it's very easy for them for us to see, like, did they skip a circle? Did they circle everything? (laughs) Did they read the instructions? Did they put their name on it? Like, that's a really easy hack. Um, That's a simple one to do. So then when we move into the actual interview, what are – like, what are some of the things as the interviewer that you look for? One of the first things for me is, like, do they accept the calendar invite and do they confirm – with me, like the interview, like the day before, the morning of, like looking forward to seeing you today or looking forward to our meeting, or is there anything you want me to prepare before I show up? Like anything like a prompt like that before we meet up, I'm like, ooh, this person is going to show up on time. They know it's on their schedule. They're preparing and thinking for it. Um, So I always love to see that as something that they're doing um, ahead of the interview. What are other little secrets and things that you guys like um, as as you're prepping for the interview and holding that interview? Uh, well, I would say you want to be courteous to the front desk person. Uh, oh, so I've yes. had, um, I've oh had, my gosh, my, yeah. I've had the front desk person in my office come back to me and say, "You should not hire this person." Yes. Mm. Yeah. And and I've actually had, I've said, "Thank you very much for sharing that with me." What happened? And and then I've had that person come in, and I've actually had that tough conversation with that person. Listen. Thank you so much for coming today. I'm here to tell you that I'm not going to hire you and I'm going to be I'm going to tell you why. And this young guy just went red from his head yeah. 
all the way down to his feet. I mean, he was clearly very embarrassed. And I hope that sort of like tough love conversation helped him the next time around because he did not yes. show up with a front desk person like he should have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that, so, so how, how someone paying treats, attention. Yes. Yeah. Like how someone treats people when they don't think they, quote unquote, are the decision Matter. maker. Matter is not the right word because our, our we all know all four of us, like and Kimber too, like our admin teams, we would all like jump off a bridge for because um, they're so important and they really are some of the most important people on the team. But a lot of people don't view your admin and ops team that way. And so if they're not going to treat them with love and respect, I mean, you need to know that right away. So that's great feedback, Wendy. I totally agree. Yeah. One, one of the things that I look for is whether or not they're coachable and sort of a sign of that is a pen and paper. And yep. obviously that many will bring their resume and cover letter printed out. And that that's awesome. But I'm more looking for like, are they notating things I say or questions I ask and not writing the whole time, but just, are they prepared in a, in a way to write something down to where they mm -hmm. want to execute on it or implement it or be coached in it? Um, and so that's something, a little thing that I look for, um, and, and everyone, and even especially that. their first week of starting too, yep. is like, you better be ready to learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do that. they get bonus points well, with you if so they good. have a remarkable? Yeah. If they bring a remarkable, is that like extra yeah. bonus points no. where you're like, ooh. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. But no. I can tell you of the seven tiny, I'm so in it right now. So I have all, like, I'm, yeah. my brain is just going off. Of the seven interviews I had yesterday, two that I moved on, they both were taking note. I would say something, they would take, yes. take a little note. They would yep. take a little note. Yes. So good. It's yeah. so important. And I even set it up to say, if you see me looking away, if we're on Zoom, if you see me looking away for a second, the only thing I have up right now is my like notes. So if you see me looking away for a second, it's because I'm typing as we go. And sometimes like if they're not in return taking notes or like modeling something, that's a huge, it's a huge flag. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that I like to do and that matters is like being on time. Um, yeah. And one of the things that I actually changed in my process at the beginning, my initial interview, like, you know, that 15 minute thing, it instructs them to call me. I don't call them. And oh, that I way that. I know if they're on time or, you know, like it, it helps me with that. Mm -hmm. It also, to Sarah's point of reverse delegation, like my job is not to start this. Like I want you mm -hmm. to be the one that starts this. Um, so that's, that's always, good. that's always important to me, whether it's on zoom, like I note when they go to the waiting room, if it's a zoom meeting, mm -hmm. when do they arrive? Like all of that, um, gets noted. It's not like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to hire you if you're two minutes late, but right. that goes into your file as information. Mm -hmm. We had, I love that, Tiffany. We had, um, like, and if you are doing a Zoom interview, be prepared to have your camera on with a background that you are comfortable seeing, I be know. dressed appropriately. Yes. We, I had an interview, yes. kill, this guy had a killer resume, killer. I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I'm not going to fall in love with him. We show up on Zoom, camera's off. And I was like, hi, I'm not going to use his name, but hi, hello, Mr. So-and-so. Um, you know, I would love it. We, we engage a lot with our team on Zoom. So we have our cameras on during our interviews. Dude pops his camera on in flannel pajamas in his bed with a vape pen. Not even kidding you. And I was like, what? <laughs> wow. So you can imagine how wow. that interview went. But I was like... Okay, Mr. Killer Resume, like not prepared for our interview today. All right. So 
Definitely don't be in your flannel pajamas in your bed with a vape pen. Be professional wow. and be ready to go. Wow. Yeah. But even in a small, even in a smaller sense, like I had one woman yesterday. So I had seven interviews. When you have seven interviews back to back, you're constantly yeah. comparing and contrasting yeah. everyone. And so one of them was using their phone, uh, which I'm which I'm actually okay with. Um yeah. And she had it turned the wrong way. So when I let her in the waiting room, she was sideways. Mm. And I had to say, oh, sweetie, I'm sorry, you're sideways. And um, I didn't say sweetie. I don't know why I said sweetie, sweetie just then. <laughs> I never used that word. I know. Because <laughs> you, that felt you weird. virtually patted her head. Sweetie, <laughs> I don't know you're why I said that. I literally <laughs> never used the word sweetie. Um, but that's what I was feeling. I was feeling mm-hmm. like, oh, gosh, you know, just – turn it a little bit. And it took a minute. She got it right away. But still, like of all the other, you know, as I was comparing and contrasting like that, I remembered it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing that's really important in interviews is come prepared with questions for them. Yes. And, and as the interviewee, it's real. You get a lot of information on the, well, do you have any questions for me? And then yeah. be quiet and see what see what comes out because what they've prepared as questions mm-hmm. either shows you how prepared they are or not and mm-hmm. what what's important to them. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I think it's okay like to hold your standard as far as some things go and ask really good questions about the job. Like I had one mm-hmm. woman I talked to yesterday she was. She asked me very specifically, "Is it virtual? Is it in person, or is it hybrid?" Which I really appreciated. She had. A, she wanted a hybrid position. She was very clear about that. Um, she asked if the salary was at all negotiable because I actually had a salary range listed, and she said, "Well, this is. I'm. I really would like to make more than that," which I appreciated. I was like, "That's awesome." Yeah. Um, and then her third uh, question was just about some of the benefits. I just thought it was all very – she's trying to – you know, because she's probably interviewing as well and, and trying to get mm-hmm. the big picture. And I really appreciated all those questions. Well, and you're hiring an EA. You want yeah. someone to ask all of these detailed questions about every step of everything that you're going to give them. So, like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That That's yeah. a great the, – the interviewee matched – the role with the kind of questions that they were asking. Yep. Uh, we're hiring together a director of growth for um, Her Best Life. And um, so we've been walking through that process um, with our other organization we run together called Her Best Life. And uh, one of the things I realized I do that I've never even talked about or even taught anyone, including my own um, recruiting team, is to change, make sure that you spend time look like thinking through like open-ended questions that have to do with the qualities that you're looking for in the role. So all of us have like our basic interview sort of questions we ask. Um, but I think it's important if you're looking for specific things, um, make sure you look at your, the questions that you're going to ask. And then also if you're being interviewed, if you know, read the job description and think through what's going to be asked. Right. But spend some time on, on preparing the questions ahead of time uh, versus just going in with like your standard ones, nothing wrong with that. And it would be really powerful to make sure that you're getting, asking questions that match what you're looking for. Even in that first interview, you can do that. Even in that first quick interview, like I, one of my main criteria for my job is I'm looking for someone who's really resourceful. 
because I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be using this person as a personal and executive assistant for multiple right. businesses and for my investment properties, my uh, you know some of the board stuff that I'm doing. And so one of my first questions is, hey, I'm looking for someone who's really resourceful. Can you give me an example of where you've been resourceful before? I had one uh, person yesterday who could not answer the question. And I said, let's just circle back around at the end of the interview. And if you think of something. Let me know. And and then the best one was this woman. She said, oh, yeah, I was working with this high-end person who um, was supposed to have four ticket VIP tickets to F1 and he only got two. It was very last minute notice and I had to get two more. And I said, well, what happened? She said, well, I ended up getting them and I got them for free. Wow. Yeah. That, that was like, is amazing. Yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Moved her directly yeah. in. Continue. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and, and right now, right now, Wendy's just demonstrating her big life because we <laughs> yeah. believe, we believe in we believe in leverage um, in terms of not doing all the things at home. And so her and lawn is looking lawn, beautiful. Guy, yes, I know. Yes. I swear <laughs> well, he always it's, comes this time. It's it's a good thing for us to see it in action. Thank you, Hubenel. Uh, yes, <laughs> if you're listening. Yes. Yep. Um, the, the other thing that I think is important is um, the language that we use, right? Both in in the interview, um, but making sure that we're using professional language. Um, we never, like, there's been times where I've been interviewing someone and they've, like, used multiple swear words. And that's not mm-hmm. something that is part of our culture and it's not something that we do at Empower Home. And so, like, that, I wish they didn't still, do that because they had, yeah. It's, even yeah, if you did, you, watch it for wouldn't it. be yes. appropriate. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So just be clear, just be careful with how <laughs> even you if you had things. a swear culture. <laughs> yes, yes. It's good on, to know on that an interview, too. it's yeah. not good. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And yeah. it's also not good when you're when you are the interviewee uh, um, to make sure that you're watching what you say. Yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. I had um, I had a young woman yesterday refer to me as ma'am mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole interview. Which in the South, that is, it's actually very appropriate for for men and women to call you ma'am. And the very, the day before, I was actually sitting at a table with a lot of people that had flown into Austin. And they were saying, they were actually, multiple of them were complaining about how people had called them Mm ma'am. Made them feel uncomfortable. So if you're not from the South... And you're not used to that. It does make you feel uncomfortable when someone mm-hmm. calls you ma'am if you're from the north. So just like understanding that, I know it was a, a term of like professionalism, but um, it was just it was like t- a little bit out of place. So just being appropriate in the moment. Yeah, that definitely is a southern thing, for yeah, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then sure. you know, I think the final thing is is like if you are enthusiastic about the person you're interviewing or you're interviewing for the job. And you're really enthusiastic about it. Like if, if I'm interviewing Wendy for the role, like I, I had, was on with a candidate this morning right before we started recording. And I was like, you know what? I, I think based on like your core values and your leadership experience thus far, we should move forward to the next step. Like ask for the next step. And vice versa, if it is a person, if you're interviewing for a role, do not be afraid to say, 
I am like, based on what you're looking for, I feel like I can do a great job for you. I want you to know I'm really interested in this. I think I can crush this role. Like don't passively wait for them to move you to the next step. Ask for the job you want, show up for it and know your, know your strengths and don't be afraid to ask for the opportunity because that's how magic happens. We all have gotten where we are because we've asked for it. So don't be afraid to stand up and ask for what you want, whether you're interviewing or you are the interviewer. So with that, that, you guys, make sure you follow up too. Definitely follow up. Send a thank you note, send yeah. a thank you email, something. Yeah. If you're in Not a, as a if footnote. You're, no. No. Yes. If you're, Sorry. I just realized. I was like, I didn't say that. Yeah. You should say that too. No. Sorry, guys. Yes. No, if you're, if you're interviewing for a position that thrive that only exists on follow-up like a salesperson right um I always look for the follow-up afterwards and if they don't follow up with me they typically get eliminated because that tells me they're certainly not going to follow up with the client right so it's like you like what Tiffany said in the beginning is so if they show you who they are like believe Mm -hmm. them right I, I think it's really critical to look at those things like did they follow up and if that's a key part of their role that will tell you how they will be in the role so pay attention yeah. to that for follow-up. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Well, guys, well, you guys. this has been uh, just an incredible uh, episode. So uh, this episode is for both those of you that are interviewing for your next opportunity. And you guys are always interviewing for your next opportunity, even if you run an empire. Um, and for those that are looking for talented people. So as you're uh, thinking about getting people into your world and you're doing the interviews, make sure that the interview process is indeed a process. And we've done other episodes on the detailed interview process. We'll put those in the show notes. Uh, but just make sure um, as you're looking at people, make sure that that they've got, they know to do a, a strong brand online. They uh, have a good elevator pitch. Um, they've customized their application materials to you. Um, you know, and then when they show up actually for the interview, do they show up on time or whatever those things are that are important to you? Think about those things and make sure that you're looking for them when they show up. Um, prepare, make prepare questions or look for somebody who's prepared questions. And uh, and then, you know, make sure for sure that that person is following up because that does say everything about who they are. So. Guys, part of building your empire is getting really good at these kind of things. And so go out there and continue to build your big business and even bigger life. Bye, guys. Bye.